Cherry's World is brought to you by Less is More Events. Get live. This is Cherry's World. Cherry's World Podcast. I'm here to put you up on a little bit of game. I need y'all to support this independent, positive music artist. That's right, something you can play in front of the kids. Her name is Legendary A.T. Terry. And her music is available on iTunes, Google, Amazon Music, Spotify, and more. You can follow her on Facebook at Legendary A.T. Or on Twitter at Legendary AT1. She got something for everybody. Welcome to Cherry's World. I want to have a serious conversation on Cherry's World podcast. Courtney is here, he is a father. I have my friend Coke here, and he is a father. Coke. One of the reasons why I asked you to be on the show today is because you are not just a dad, you're a super duper dad, but you're a super duper man. And I want somebody to talk to the younger generation. I have never heard this man utter an ill word about his child's mother. And the way that I think our community is divided is they disassembled the black family. And Coke is a true believer of a father is one to provide, profess, and protect. I say it all the time. Those are the duties of a man. Coke, please take over and explain your stance on your relationship with your child's mother. Well, I appreciate the the, the kind words. Um, first and foremost, this is this is a very um, very deep topic for me, and it's it's extremely important. For all of the reasons that you that you just that you just uttered, for me it's like <clears throat> I I really don't understand this where this negativity. Well, I understand where it stemmed from, but I don't understand why it continues to get carried on by brothers. Man, we're supposed to be kings, leaders, supposed to be you know raising up you know queens and and and, and future kings, but. I just I don't understand why we continue to perpetuate the cycle of, you know, I I try not to use the term bad fathers or bad mothers because they've been guided a certain way or misguided, and they don't have the the, the tools, the the mental and and even spiritual tools to to be what they need to be to be a parent. Most of the time, they, it's it's been by what they call accident, although. When you fucking you know exactly what the ramifications of that shit is when you when you first enter into it, or at least you should. But after that happens, and boom, the child's here. You know, uh, forty weeks later, if it's a full, ex- extremely full term pregnancy, you got a duty, man. You got a job to do. And for me personally, my 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 upbringing was a little was a little rough. You know what I'm saying, to to say the least. You know, with with having you know uh, like thirteen brothers and sisters, and having a situation where you know, and, and not to you know badmouth my father, we actually you know came to terms with some things, but you know coming up like the way that I did and having that absence, and not finding out who my father was until I was you know ten years old, and you know understanding later why my mother had to kind of keep that from me, but going through that. I had to vow never to put any child of mine through something like that. And honestly, 
there's literally no more important title for a man to have other than father besides besides husband and, and child of God. Outside of that, father is one of the most important titles that anybody could ever be. So I take it so serious. And, you know, and I say all that to preface, you know, getting into, you know, talking about the respect of whom I chose to have a child with, you know, well, children at this time, we'll have two now. But um, first of all, I made that choice. I made that choice. You understand? So the thing that I really don't get is that we're the ones who set the tone, us as men. We set the tone in every relationship with our behavior, the way that we carry a situation. This is not to say that a woman may not throw it off or a woman may not be, you know what I'm saying, somebody who is, who is, might be a deadbeat mom. There's a lot of those out there. But like I said, it goes back to the point of being misguided and then trying to have understanding in those situations to try to figure out, okay, well, why is she like this? And no matter what, the thing that I stand on is no matter how a woman may treat herself, carry herself, reflect poorly upon herself, I'm going to continuously show her respect because I want to breathe life into the one who I brought life into this world with. Hmm. If, I don't, if I don't do that, if I, if I don't do that, I'm going to set a very bad precedent that is going to ultimately negatively impact my seed, my children. You know what I'm saying? Like it becomes, you, and you know, the second that you, that you held baby girl in, in your arms the first time, this is probably the first time you truly felt that not only nothing else mattered, but individually you don't matter more than her. Absolutely. Like you felt that, you know what I mean? You felt that. So like yeah. the first time I I held my son, but the first time holding something that I I played a part in creating such a like a precious thing, I was like, yo, I mean, that was like I, like I broke down and I was like, yo, I I gotta do everything in my power to make this shit work, and it was rocky in the beginning because you know while I'm a excellent father, I have had a problem being a good you know. A partner in a relationship. I've been a, a you know a shitty boyfriend, and I'm having to having to grow and mature in that respect. But because of that, you know, again, like I said, me being the man setting the tone, that made it rocky in the beginning. But I knew I had to stay steadfast in that situation in order to see it through throughout the years and just prove to be consistent, prove that I'm going to be there, prove that, you know, and we'll get, you know, you'll grow past those initial growing pains, you know, just stand steadfast, stand respectful because the second you become disrespectful, what's going to happen? How is it going to reflect? And what is she going to start feeding into the life that you help create? How many times have we heard, you know, sons, daughters, especially sons and and there's a certain dynamic to this how many times have we heard sons having this 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 like um uh, 
this disdain for their fathers based off of what their mothers have told them. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's you, but we've probably heard that thousands of times. Yeah. That's why you would hear rappers and songs, you know, my pops wasn't there, fuck them, I don't need them, and all that type of shit, right? And that usually comes from a reflection of what's been told to him. And then if the if the dude is really a bad guy or somebody who just really wasn't there at all, then the child's going to see it. They're going to see it reflected in the behavior or the absence of that father. But uh, there are some times that are not really talked about as often when it may not be a bad guy. They just had a rocky start. They uh, or had a rocky ending to their relationship. And then he was met, it was probably best that he kept a distance. Not to mean he didn't try, but best that he kept a distance to keep the peace. That's happened tons of times. I have, you know, and then I'm sorry, not to cut you off, but I, I have two men are that are good? with me right now who could very well use the excuse, well, I didn't grow up with a father, so I didn't know how to be a father. And both of you have stepped up to be amazing fathers. How did you not let that be an excuse? Because for, for me, understanding how it felt, like I've been in some very serious you know, situations, especially as a child, you know, something that I just revealed to my mother you know, in my childhood of things happening to me and me feeling like left alone and unprotected. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I um, you know, I used to, in a, in a moment, I blamed my father for not being there to protect me and different things like that. So as I grew, as I grew older and, and was still holding on to a lot of those things and, and you, you know, you know, we, we spoken about these things. Yeah. About how, you know, I held on to all these things in in the past and that was like that's what what it stemmed from, you know, the absence of my father. And I would I would just I would blame so much on that. And that feeling stuck with me all through my adulthood. So it made me it it made me kind of channel that energy and be like, yo, my son is never gonna feel this way. He's never gonna feel unprotected. I'm going to always keep it real with him. I'm going to teach him everything I know. He's going to know who his father is. He's going to know, you know, where he came from. He's going to know, you know, from which, from what he grew, from what he grew from. He's going to know. And I'm going to make my, my presence felt as often as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it just, I thought about all of the times where, you know, my father couldn't be there for, for football games, track meets you know, performances that I had. I mean, shit that I was, was, was really like chilling it with. He was never able to be a part of that. And I, and I just, I took it with me. And, and a lot of times my mother wasn't able to be a part of that because of the void that was left by my father and her having to work and do all this extra shit. So a lot of the times I did a lot of shit on my own and it stuck with me. I did like senior night. I don't, I don't know if y'all you know anybody, you know, play sports or whatever. But like your senior night, if you were, especially if you play football or something like that, yeah, and um, it's, right, and it's like on like a homecoming night or something, they walk out middle of the field. I was the only one who walked out without a parent. You know what I'm saying? And and my ex girlfriend at the time, her mom walked me out to uh to the middle of the field, yeah. and like things like that stuck with me. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, I can't. 
fam, I can't never put my child through that. So it's like, <clears throat> especially being at a distance, having to travel, like I, nothing stands in the way. Like I, I will drop everything and drive those six and a half hours to, to, to get there, to do whatever I need to do to, you know, not only just show face, but really spend real time. Yeah. You know I mean, there've been times I've just popped up. <laughs> Literally, I drove all that time just to be there to surprise, to do like a lunchroom surprise or something, you know, yeah. and turn right back around yeah. because it's that important. You know, my those moments, they live forever. They live forever to a child. It lives, they will, re- and he remembers shit from years and years ago. Like, you remember that time we did? Remember when we was in, in Costa Rica and we fell off the, uh, fell off the jet skis and all kinds of shit. Like those are moments that last forever. And I know how important it is because of the absence that I had to suffer and deal with. So that's, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at with it. And I just, I, I feel it's extremely important to not just be there, but also knowing that, you know, he lives with his mother. And she's like, you know, pretty much providing a roof. I have to support that situation. I have to help kind of support as much as I can, you know, with, within, you know, within a certain level of respect. Um, help her to, you know, kind of stay as calm or less stressed as possible because that's something that my child is going to absorb. So being fully cognizant and fully conscious of the entire situation and not just thinking like, well, shit, I mean, I pay child support. What more you want? You know, pay child support. I get him during the summer. Like, that's like that absentee fathership. And it's just not enough. It's not enough, man. I hear this shit all. I hear it a lot. I'm just like, dog, that's not enough. I've been paying child support. This is Cherry's World. Making Memories Sale Series. It's a sale that allows families and people in our communities in any city, state, or showtime to attend a series of events at a lower price than most, such as like the Trolls Live, Disney on Ice, the Universal Soul Circus, concerts, sports, and more. Contact Less Is More Events at 202 930 3533. Again, that's 202 930 3533. Visit the website, getlimetickets.com. They're on social media Facebook, IG, Twitter. Less is more events. Get out and lime. Hey, if you're listening to Cherry's World Podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, please us a five star let us know what you think leave us a review i want to hear from you thank you would you like to advertise on cherry's world and have your product plays on cherry's social media for the world to see email us now at cherry's world podcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates cherry's world podcast Get heard. Welcome to Cherry's World. Can I ask you a question, man? Um, you know what? 
yeah. I, I just really saw over the past, let me see, 15 years, man. And, and like, it shocked the hell out of me because I, I never even knew women were even capable. I'm not trying to change the subject, but I, I saw so many women, like, just give their child up. Not like give them up like to the streets, but like, like they were just absent in their kid's life. And the, and the father was raising these girls and just, or just the, the kids in general by themselves. Cause the girl wanted to um, try modeling or try, you know, and I'm not saying like you can't, you know, go try to fulfill your, cause men do it. But I, I like, but these, these girls will, these women will leave and not necessarily all come back. And I just couldn't believe that. Cause I, I never, I didn't even know women I, re- I was raised by my mom, <clears throat> so cause my dad died when I was seven. So I, I actually hold women to like a high level. I, I just had so much, you know, I just look at them different, respect for them. And I just, when I heard about a couple of guys I know raising their kids, and I was like, did the woman die? And she's like, oh no, she just didn't want to be a mother. I yes. never heard of that before. Like, it's out until I was like 25. That was the thing. Then I started seeing it all the time. I'm like, damn. And that's 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 crazy. I've I've actually seen, I've seen that as well early on. And that's like more of the the untold story. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the one because there are a lot of fathers that handle their business and get in that, get put in that situation. And they, you know, will go about it being the leader, being a father, never really, you know, speaking or shouting out about it yeah. or speaking the ill word about the mother. And when I look at that situation, I know it's, you know, it's, it's going to be sort of an individual thing, but even there are some women who don't or who haven't discovered that maternal instinct and honestly just weren't ready. Yeah. There's been a lot of, a lot of aspects of men and women kind of switching what we, what we kind of call, you know, gender roles or, right or uh, what we are expecting each to, to do, like the, the man to be the one who's being the, you know, being the promiscuous, doing this and fucking this person, doing that and doing And then you, we start to see this switch over time. Like, I know, I know we've all seen, seen the, the, the iteration of Hot Girl Summer and all of that, which I think it does kind of get misconstrued, but there are some women who have taken that to the extreme. And then we see like, damn, man, Things is changing. <laughs> like the niggas is getting their heart broken, and the women is being the one. Like, well, shit. Well, no, I ain't about to be tied to one motherfucker. And and we're seeing that same thing reflected in in like you know the differences in between mother and fatherhood. But I also think that this is act that's actually been going on for a while. It just hasn't really been spoken about because for so long a lot of, you know, the, the target of breaking down, especially in, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to keep it to, you know, talking about you know, black family, I'm a black man. So I try to pull these things out as often as possible, but like, you know, the breakdown and, and um, the degradation of the black family, the, the unit, it's always, you have to target the, the father or target the mother to turn against the father. So you can break that family unit down. And that way, you you kill not even two but three or four birds with one stone because you break the family unit you stop the 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 african nation building you you now you produce 
children that are going to go to the through the uh, school to prison pipeline, and then you're going to create this. This, this mother that is now going to be resentful of the father, and then she's probably going to be more apt to date outside of her race, thus stopping the production of, you know, fully black people in this, these, these black strong nations and black strong families, stopping that shit dead in the tracks as much as possible. So I know that does play a part. And especially, you know, the, the, the overall breakdown and degradation of just the, um, the black social social consciousness all all around you know we we've been targets of so many like different different things in in this in this life that is is so crazy and and it has no choice but to break down the family unit because that's ultimately been the goal you know what I'm saying so it's like a lot of these things are symptoms of a deeper problem, and I try to stay as mindful of that as possible because as soon as you lose sight of that then you get you know get into sort of into your emotions and it's easy to do that especially with somebody you didn't have a child with and it, it turns into a to this precarious crazy situation and you're just like yo man you know well fuck you no fuck you and it, it just turns into this big thing you're not even thinking about how it's going to affect the child so it's, it's real easy to get into that but i can't lose sight of what this shit is really stemming from. And then on top of that, getting a little bit deeper into trying my best to be understanding of the female plight. Because I, for one, have believed for a very long time that women are far superior to men in a lot of goddamn ways. We may be superior physically, but that is probably where the shit stops. And maybe even logically, because men tend to be a little more logical and women tend to be a little more emotional. But there's an intelligence to their emotions. There's a thing called emotional intelligence, which is why their intuition is so high, as opposed to ours. That's why USC... (laughs) You will see, you will hear your girl telling you like, yo, I don't know if you should go there with them this night because they have that intuition. And they yeah. could be also be your protector from afar without you even realizing it. True. That's why it's like, you know, understanding they're so, <laughs> so superior in so many ways, but we've been gifted with these physical gifts to sort of be the protector. And when we don't come through in that way, it automatically draws that divide. And causes us to butt heads, butt heads, and, and causes all this friction. So I try to be way more cognizant of that and, and try to be way more understanding because of how much more the woman is having to take on, either with the absence of men or just dealing with the shit they got to deal with on a day to day basis. Like, just, I mean, really think about how many women you see in a sh- just the sheer number of bullshit. Bullshit like advances that they get during the day or when they at work, and then they're going to a job that they probably fucking hate, and having to deal with a bunch of men who are doing half the work but getting paid twice as much, and <laughs> it's just the shit is damn near criminal. But they deal with it and have sadly gotten used to the shit, and have been constantly given the short ends of the stick. And then here we are, not having to work as hard to get to end up getting more. And then having the nerve 
to have like this the sense of entitlement that I'm pretty sure 95 to 100% of women is kind of tired of that shit. Yes. So because of that, I try to, you know what I'm saying? Like I try to keep as much of that in mind as possible. You know, now that's not to say that it ain't going to be some times where, okay, shit just don't, it just ain't working out. You know, shit just ain't, it's not vibe, it's not clicking, it's not connecting, but still maintaining a basic level of respect, especially if this woman is the mother of your child. It's at least that, like, yo, and it's, man, and the shit that really drives me crazy is like, dog, do, do niggas not understand how hard it is to carry a child? Now, we'll never fucking know, like, really, truly how hard it could be. But, yo, especially if the mother of your child went through a tough pregnancy and you weren't there, went through like a dangerous pregnancy and you weren't there because they were later on in their, in their, in their years when they were pregnant, which you become high risk at the age of 35 and it gets more, it gets higher risk as the older they get. And then when they go through this, just the, the, the periods of carrying this child and then how it changes their emotions drastically. And then don't get me started on the fucking delivery. Like that's, they endure this pain that we can't even fathom. Like, bro, I done broke bones. I done dealt with all kinds of wild shit. I've never, I'm sure I've never felt the pain of having a whole human come out your pussy. That has to fucking hurt. <laughs> even <laughs> with the epidural. <laughs> even with the epidural. So it's like, the shit is why they be, you know, running the risk of shitting all over themselves. They deal with a lot, man. You know what I mean? So, like, just just trying to think about that every time if it's like, yo, she's getting on my fucking nerves with this shit, asking me to do this. And then I just think, like, you know what? <laughs> Went through a lot. Let me try to make this shit as easy as possible. You know? And if it, if it's about the money, the monetary support, all right, that's easy. Fuck it. I'll make more. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm a natural born hustler. I'm going to do what I got to do. All right, cool. If that's going to calm shit down, all right, cool. What else? You need me to get, get, you need me to, let me take my kids for a little bit. Let me, let me, let me handle that. All right, cool. You go cool off or something. You know I mean, just try to be more understanding, you know? And I just think that's, that's mainly, you know, what's, what's honestly lacking just all across the board. Just that, that simple understanding and being, you know, being cognizant and, uh, you know, of, of other feelings. Thank you so much, Coke. Because I, I mean, it seems like a common sense conversation, but unfortunately, there is a whole there is a whole I don't even know what to call it, but there's a whole generation of people who have lacked that common sense. I really would love to have you come on more often and just kind of give us some sermons on fatherhood. Is that possible? <laughs> Whenever, whenever you name me, just, just, just shout. You already know. It I'm sounds here. funny, but I'm dead serious, Coke. We need you. The kids need you. And people who, <laughs> who are trying to be fathers, our peers need you. Because a lot of them have no guidance and they don't have the common sense to, now if I say this, they're going to be upset with me, but man up and take responsibility for the lives that they've helped create. 
Should I be mad at that? I'm not the fuck up. You know what I mean? So step up. That's precisely what you need to do. Put your nuts up and stop acting like a fucking punk, man. I mean, do what you're supposed to do. Handle your business. You know, be respectful to the to the one you made made these children with. You know, and, and not and knock off this, knock off the bullshit, man. It's, I mean, it, honestly, fatherhood is not hard. It's a beautiful thing. To me, it's not hard. It's really not, man. Like this shit is. Kids are the most precious, fun, cool, you know, people on 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 earth. I mean, they they might do some shit that kind of you know work your nerves or whatever. But you know, once you, you realize, like, yo, this is a this is a little life, man. They they, they only been here but for but so long. I mean, of course they're gonna have discovery. They're trying to figure things out. I mean, so I, I don't even get frustrated no more. It's just like I just kind of laugh, like, yo, I, I was there. I was there at one point, and that's that's just how that's how I take it. And it's just not hard no more. It's gonna be some tough moments, of course. But I don't look at it as like, oh man, I dread this shit. Oh, I'm tired of this shit. I'm just, I never get tired of being a father. And I'm gonna be a father for the rest of the, the time that I'm here in this flesh. So that's, I just wear it as a badge of honor, man. Thank you, Coke. I really appreciate you being here. Like you didn't drop some tournament, and I think they they receive it different coming from a man than they do coming from me. Trendy. I appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you for having me. I'll be here. Just let me know when you need me to come back and, you know, I'll share whatever's put on my heart to say. Thank you. Have a good night, Boo. Good meeting you, sir. You too. All right, man. Good meeting you, dog. All right, peace. Welcome to Cherry's World. To you by Less Is More Events, get Lime, Lime, Lime.